a podcast by Cipra. Il podcast della Cipra. Le podcast della Cipra. Der Cipra podcast. Ciprim podcast. Interviews, background talks and voices from all alpine countries. Listen to this and more in the podcast of the International Commission for the Protection of the Alps. www.cipra.org/podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Zipra podcast. My name is Michael Gams. From the fish farming of the marble trout in the Slovenian Socha Valley to the cultivation of chestnuts in the Italian Valsugana Valley, the food culture in the Alpine region is as diverse as the landscape and the people of the various Alpine regions. Today I am talking to someone who is an expert in Alpine food culture. Cassiano Luminati. Welcome and thank you for taking the time for a conversation. Thank you and uh, I'm glad to be part of it now today. You coordinated the Alp Foodway project from 2016 to 2019. Good food is available almost everywhere in the world. What makes Alpine food culture so special? The thing about Alp Foodway and the Alpine uh, food heritage uh, is uh, that this kind of heritage uh, is connected to shaping what we see of the Alps and uh, it's connected to the communities that are living in the Alps since everybody's discussing on how we can uh, create a sustainable development and uh, keep the mountain valleys attractive to people to live in. It's very important to, uh, to talk about this, uh, this aspect. The food chains are one of the uh, most important, uh, more visible aspects that we, uh, we see for uh, the quality of life in the Alpine area. And uh, uh, it's connected to many aspects uh, from the landscape to biodiversity, to uh, climate adaptation, uh, to innovation. So the idea of uh, this project was to really show how alive this heritage is, because we are not talking about an Alpine museum, but we are talking about uh, the Alps today of the new generations that are working and living in the Alpine area now. And many of the activities are connected with, uh, with food and the food value chains. So Alp Foodway was working on, on this aspect. So it's, uh, it's true. There is a lot of uh, food uh, all around the world, which is good as, and important. And uh, for the Alpine area, is, uh, it is one of the important aspects for the quality of life and, the, and also for many other aspects that are connected also to, to keeping the Alps as a natural and a cultural environment to, to live in. The Eating culture is constantly changing. Grain, for example, used to play a greater role than meat, but this relationship has now been reversed if you look at the meat industry. Which kind of food culture should we preserve and where should we be open to new things? I think the, the, the discussion we had uh, in Alp Foodway was really to show uh, short value chains and uh, what is behind this uh, these value chains it's true that in general the agricultural production has changed a lot in the last uh, 70 80 years uh, and uh, the attractiveness of small scale agriculture uh, was almost lost 
But what we see now, and just now in this period where we have to face uh, a lot of challenges that are related to uh, also to what's, what the pandemic provoked in the, in the whole world, short value chains showed that they're really something important to, uh, to the people to give a possibility to, to get to food. And uh, this uh, industrialized food production is not guaranteed uh, when uh, uh, something big happens like a pandemic. So at the moment, it also shows how resilient the Alpine area are. So the, the idea is really to, to show that there is a lot going on, uh, that we need to give more value also to the food that is produced. So this project was also uh, about mapping, showing what is the communities that are still in the Alps. So showing that there is a lot of people behind this, but that there is also to make people aware that we need to be willing maybe to pay a bit more for some products that are coming from this kind of uh, value chains, because the price is not only the price of the food itself, but it has a lot of things uh, behind it that uh, you pay with it. So things that are very important also for people living in urban areas, because uh, if the Alpine area is still a place where people live in, a lot of things are better for everybody, not only the food production, but uh, all the kind of management of the landscape and all the things that are connected to the climate crisis that are landslides and so on. If people stay in the mountain areas, we can keep up and uh, the, the, the mountains have more a landscape that everybody likes. But because at the end, we are talking about that for people coming from outside of the Alps. It is interesting. They like the Alps and this living cultural landscape of the Alps. But behind that, there is uh, much more. And so we try to explain this to uh, with this project and to give also tools to the communities to uh, promote their products in a better way. The examples I mentioned at the beginning are just two out of a total of 150 culinary practices across the entire Alpine region that the Alp Foodway project has documented. So what were the two or three things from these 150 where you thought, Cassiano, wow, I didn't know anything about that either? Most of them I didn't know because you know what is going on close to you. So it's uh, when you start to see how much there is in the Alpine area. And with this, the, the 14 partners of Alp Foodway did a great job in, uh, in starting to map. Start, I, I underline starting to map because this inventory that you uh, you see that is uh, called intangiblesearch.eu uh, is an open uh, community-based inventory, which is also something completely innovative and new because uh, um, it is open to new communities that they want that want to tell their story, tell what they are doing, because this is important. We have to show it somewhere, and this map that we create shows uh, the the diversity that there is in the Alpine area. But also what is important, uh, that there is a common heritage. We are talking about a Alpine food heritage and not about the Valposchiavo food heritage from where I'm from or from the food heritage of a small Slovenian valley. It's because the values that we share across the Alps, the communities share the same values. And this is very important. The products that are issued out of these uh, productions are different in every year. The sausages from my area is different from the one from France. But at the end, what is 
at the basis of this food heritage are the same values that are related to the area where we live in. It's this mountain area to also the exchange that happened through the Alps, from north to south, from east to west, that enriched a lot the Alpine food heritage. So I think the most important thing that we show with this inventory is the diversity of the productions, the liveliness of the Alpine communities and of the, uh, of the people uh, still innovating also the tradition. And on the other side, the unity of uh, this uh, Alpine area uh, regarding food heritage. 14 partners from all the Alpine countries work together on the project. So what have all these partners learned from each other through this international cooperation? Yeah, this project was, a, was a based on an intersectoral, transsectoral approach. So the partners were very diverse. At the beginning, we had to understand what we were talking about because it, it was not easy to bring all the partners that are communities. Some partners represent communities. Other partners represent research centers in different aspects. The one that are more connected to anthropology or the other ones were connected to marketing. The other ones were working more in um, lifelong learning aspects. So everybody had to understand what we were talking about because we didn't use the same language at the beginning. So the first thing was to understand what we did. And, but then at the end, this enriched a lot the experience of all partners. And I think also the results of the projects are very important because we had the possibility to develop guidelines that are really cross-sectoral, which is, I think, one of the most important approaches. We cannot continue to talk in silos about food heritage. It connects a lot of uh, sectors and of knowledge that is uh, needed. So at the end, everybody learned a lot. And we have our marketing partners from France, for example, that they learned a completely new world uh, that is connected to heritage. So how to market heritage is very different from Uh, what you normally uh, are used to learn also in, when, when you learn marketing because you need a different approach. The communities, they need a different tools to tell their story, to market their products than a company. This uh, work we did with the, with the partners is still going on. So the project finished almost a year ago, but we have a lot of activities that are continuing in this aspect uh, that all the partners that participated at this project are working on now on different uh, other projects or in daily life, daily business they do. One of the results of the project was a charter for the preservation of Alpine food culture. The long-term goal of the Alp Foodway project is the international recognition of Alpine food culture as an intangible cultural heritage by UNESCO. Now, one year after the project's completion, how close are you to this goal? Yeah, we're getting closer. It's a complex thing, you know. It's we are going uh, global, let's say, because uh, this intangible cultural heritage list of UNESCO is a global list. So it's something that is uh, very important for uh, Alpine communities to get on a list like this because it gives uh, a total new perspective for them but also to legislators and also to the countries that are participating to it, because it uh, enables also to understand uh, how we plan to uh, support communities and, and food heritage. So it's not only uh, like being on the list and then that's it, but it's being on, on a list like this, is, it's a starting point for policymakers, for communities to, to preserve and to innovate also 
Alpine uh, heritage. So the process is ongoing. The uh, Regione Lombardia, which was one of the partners of this project, which is uh, one of the regions that is working a lot in the last years uh, on uh, the valorization of uh, intangible heritage, uh, has set up an international task force for this um, candidature. So we are writing the dossier, so the the official uh, document that will uh, unite different countries to go towards UNESCO to this inscription. What is very important is uh, UNESCO intangible cultural heritage is community-based, as our inventories also is. So communities are at the center. So it's very important that the communities support this process towards the national levels. So what we did with, with Alp Foodway was to create the basis. So tr- starting the inventory. So I invite everybody that is listening here that maybe has an idea of th- they have something very valuable in their area that is regarding their food heritage to to put it on this inventory. To uh, There is a possibility to, to make an entry on this inventory. And... Um, to, to sign also the petition, we have still a petition going on uh, on the website at foodway.eu where you can find also the charter with, that explains what we are talking about, what you can do also. It's very important because everybody can do something about uh, uh, preservation of food, food heritage, not only signing the petition, but first thing of all is when you start to buy the products or when you go in a, an Alpine area asking from where the products are coming to make also the locals more aware that you are interested in the local production. And for policymakers, there is also a vision paper with a lot of recipes that you can uh, use to valorize this. Also very simple thing. Sometimes you don't need a lot of money to do this. It's a lot about using existing tools to support what is going on. And um, so we think we are writing this dossier now and in the next... um, in the next months, we will share it with the communities to have a stronger support because now the support on the platform is a more general support and we will go deeper on the support on the uh, official dossier. So this is a process going on. And uh, I think in the next year, year and a half, we should be able to have this candidature deposed at a UNESCO level and then crossing fingers, uh, having it inscribed in the list. And then the work starts again, because then we need to, to work on, on uh, safeguarding plans. Uh, UNESCO asks when you are on the list that every, every country that supported this candidature also puts in place uh, this kind of uh, programs that help concretely uh, the communities to uh, valorize this, uh, this intangible heritage. Of course, the corona crisis currently dominates all areas of life. Where do you currently see the biggest changes in our eating culture caused by Corona? I think when when we were just in the middle of the first lockdown, everybody was uh, really talking about that this is an opportunity to change something and so on. Now, I don't know if it's really happening because uh, everybody wants to go back to the business as it was before so i think we really have to uh, to work on this on, on this opportunity because we saw during the the corona crisis that people were more, since you could not travel you could not buy outside your area and so on that people were trying to find food 
from uh, short value chains from where they lived in the in the in the area so they were searching for food uh, in in uh, that is not coming from uh, far away and so on so i think this is this was an important aspect we need to show that this is really something that can change and to show what is behind this it's not only something that saves you during a crisis but it's something that saves you for the future i think in in some areas it's really uh, the possibility to uh, to create opportunities to live and to work in the areas to have a higher quality of life a higher quality of food for of course and also the opportunity for many people to develop also new products in in the area so i think we showed that there is still something going on also i think this was also important so uh, many people discovered uh, that they had in proximity a lot of opportunities that they never looked at because they were used to go to the supermarket and to buy there. But when it was not possible, they started to notice again what's still there. But this production is really struggling. So I think this uh, is important that we, through projects like this one or other projects, we, we are working also on a project that is uh, trying to create a model for 100% local value chains and showing that there is that there are chances so i'm coming from an area where that where you, you really can see what happens if you work on a 100% local value chain a radically local value chain which is important so i think we need now to really continue to show that there is something uh, possible in these value chains uh, and uh, hoping that this corona crisis really was a trigger for that at the moment, I'm a bit skeptical because what I see going on is like, as I said, uh, going back to business as usual. So we uh, have to continue to discuss it and to keep it on a high uh, interest on the medias. And uh, as I said, this UNESCO candidature helps exactly in this way, showing that is that is something relevant, that is not only a small community somewhere in the Alps, but there are a lot of communities. There is a network of communities, people, producers, uh, young people. It's not old, it's, it's innovative because we are talking about a living heritage. And this is something that like a candidature we are doing uh, helps to, to keep the attention high on this topic. Thank you very much for the interview, Cassiano Luminati from Alp Foodway. We will continue to follow the UNESCO candidacy of the Alpine food culture with interest. And of course, I wish you all the best for this. Yeah, thank you. Not only for me, but for everybody. So uh, I invite you to, to give a look to the platform alpfoodway.eu, where you can find uh, all the information and the possibility to support this process going on. It's very important that the communities in the Alpine area and I thank Cipra uh, International for the support because Cipra uh, always supported the activities we, we did and uh, it's a very important network uh, for us. So thank you for the opportunity to talk about Alp Foodway. For more information, visit the website alpfoodway.eu. My name is Michael Gams. Thank you for listening. A podcast by Cipra. Il podcast della Cipra. Le podcast della Cipra. Der Cipra podcast. Cyprin podcast. Interviews, background talks and voices from all Alpine countries. Listen to this and more in the podcast of the International Commission for the Protection of the Alps. www.cipra.org forward slash podcast. Thank you.